Welcome to the Board to Roll podcast, the go-to place for you to learn how to walk in your authority in Christ by embracing the king or queen that's inside of you. My name is Christian Santiago. I'm the host of the Born to Roll podcast and the co-founder, along with my wife, of Born to Rule Global Ministries, a ministry that is designed and focused, whose mission is to awaken, unlock, and unleash kings and queens under God to bring heaven to earth. And that means you. So in today's episode, my wife and I are continuing on on our live broadcast about faith. And in this specific episode, we are talking about the rewards of your faith and how to grow it. Ultimately, at the end of the day, we don't have a God problem in our life. We have a faith problem because God doesn't change. But what fluctuates is our faith and our belief in him to move in such a way that it changes everything. And so I want you to know that in this in this episode, this is going to encourage you to walk and learn the rewards of faith so you can walk in it even more. God wants to give you some rewards. God wants you to walk and he wants to bless you more than you even think he does. And in this episode, we also give you keys on how to grow your faith because Jesus is the author and builder of our faith and he wants us to grow it because it's the one fight we have we have a fight against the devil but it talking about our personal fight we have fight the good fight of faith so i want to encourage you on this this episode is going to radically impact you and allow you to first off accept that god wants to bless you and he wants to reward you for your faith and how to grow it so we bless you enjoy it and walk in your authority So the rewards of faith and how to grow it. Ultimately, mm. there are rewards that God wants to give you. There are rewards yeah. for your faith. If you got your Bible, we're going to go to Hebrews eleven six, And it says this. It says, But it is impossible to please God without faith. Mm-hmm. For you must believe that He first exists. And that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. What version are you reading? I'm reading the New King James Version. You have the NIV. Mm, no. Oh, you have the New King James? Yes. But either way, it's the, <laughs> it, it says the same thing. It says, For without faith is impossible to please God, for he who comes to him must believe that he is. That he is means that he exists. Yes. So you must believe first God exists. But then second, it says you must believe that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Mm. God wants to give you a reward. If you're not expecting a reward for your faith, then you're not operating in faith. I'm going to say that again. If you're not expecting a reward for your faith, then you're not operating in faith. Because the Bible is very clear. It says... Without faith is impossible to please God because you have to come to God to believe that he exists Mm. and you have to believe he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Right. If you are diligently seeking him, you should expect a reward and that's called, that's faith. That's Mm. faith in action. Yeah. So God wants you to have a reward. I want to talk about that. Diligently seeking. I think that there is something to be said here about diligently seeking. 
like about those who diligently seek him. I think the thing that pops out to me is that God wants to give you a reward all throughout church. It's like, oh, I'm just here for my lot of life or I just want to, you know, I'll get my reward in heaven. No, God wants to give you a reward right now. I think, too, um, the reason why I think of diligently seeking him is because when I say diligently speak, like diligently um, seeking him, mm-hmm. it's about pursuing him for who he is, not just the reward. He said, when you diligently seek me, then I'm going to reward you, right? That's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. He's saying, you seek me diligently. You seek me diligently. And you know what? Because you've been diligently seeking me, I am going to be rewarding you. It's just like, seek first the kingdom of God. Yes. You're not worrying about all of the mm-hmm. other things that happen. You're seeking first the kingdom of God, right? And so for me, that was a huge thing. It's just like diligently seeking him is going to any length, yes. any length to seek him and obey his word. Yes. And then the reward is great. The reward is there. And so that was a big thing for me in reading that. Yes. Well, this is where we're going to be very open on our broadcast. This is where they, the scriptures are very clear. Yeah. You know, even uh, Israel, Jacob, he wrestled with God yeah. and said, I'm not letting you go until you bless me. It's okay to expect yes. a reward. Don't, yes. You know, don't well, get that's me what wrong. Faith is. That's <laughs> right. what the Bible literally teaches. Yeah. And so um, expect a reward for your faith. Yeah. God, you think like... I know so many people who just are like, okay, the wicked are going to be blessed and that's it. And God doesn't want to, you know, I'll just get my blessing in heaven as mm-hmm. if God does not want to bless you right now. Mm-hmm. As if, if you walk in faith and you follow him, you won't get his blessing. As if the the scriptures are very clear. Proverbs even says that the blessing of the Lord yeah. adds no sorrow to it. Mm-hmm. So God wants to bless you without sorrow. Can you imagine God wanting to bless you without worry or an anxiety attached to it? That God will bless you with impact or ministry or finances or any of that without adding sorrow to it. Some people say more money, more problems, but God is not saying that. God will say more money, less problems. One of my favorite verses, Mm -hmm. well, it's it's very, very quickly become my favorite verse is John 10, 10. Mm -hmm. Like the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy, but that I have come to give you life and life abundantly. Like having an abundant life means that you have more than you need. Mm-hmm. But you're given more than you need. You're blessed so that you can bless other people as mm-hmm. well. It's not just for yourself. It's for other people as well. And so that mm-hmm. has become one of my favorite scriptures because it's just like there is a reward for being faithful. Yes, there is. And to expect it. So yeah. we're going to talk about some of these rewards for mm-hmm. faith. If you can write some of this stuff down, if you walk in faith, yeah. you will receive a reward. Even Hebrews yeah. eleven two says, Um, By faith, the elders obtained a good testimony. Mm. So every single person in the Bible who walked in faith received incredible things because of faith. Because they chose to walk out and live out and take risk and do it because Mm -hmm. God put something on them and said, you do this. And so there are some rewards. So first thing is healing for today. Mm, Okay. Healing for today. One of the things for your rewards for faith 
And by the way, we're talking about the rewards for faith because God wants to bless you. Yes. Like for those, I, we're not preaching, pros, we're not a prosperity gospel, but we are preaching the kingdom because in the kingdom there is prosperity. We do not preach joy. We preach the kingdom because in the kingdom there's joy. We do not preach peace. We preach the kingdom because in the kingdom there's peace. Correct. We do not preach prosperity. We preach the kingdom because in the kingdom there's that. So God wants to bless you. So, um, but the first thing is healing for today, Mm. healing for today. If you have a bad back, if you have cancer, if you know some people who have cancer, if you know some people who are struggling with diabetes, um, I will even tell you my dad, uh, healing for today. You want to talk about faith. My dad had stage four colon cancer. And they, the doctors looked at his colon and it was completely black. Mm. And they were going to just told him, you have a few months to live. He didn't even tell my mom, okay? It was like he just kept it silent. They let him know, said, hey, you have a few months to live. Yeah. And he said, you know what? I just, I'm going to go and really go with faith. Say, mm-hmm. you know what, God, you can heal me now. I've seen you heal so many people. And a few days later, they did another check and all of the cancer was completely gone and his colon was completely pink as if fresh and and like a baby new so my dad was healed of stage 4 it, colon yo. cancer because of faith he right. chose not to accept the report of the outside he chose to accept this report right and that is what we were speaking about on monday when we mm-hmm. were talking about what is faith one of the things that christian said was faith is for now Faith is not for tomorrow. That's mm-hmm. hope. Hope is for the future, but faith is for now. And so we need to grasp onto that now. So if you're believing for healing, then you need to be believing that you are going to be healed right now. Yes. Like right now. Right now. Right now. If you're believing for something mm. in the future, that's hope. Yes. That's not faith. That's not faith. <laughs> faith is saying, God, you can move right now. Yeah. And and let's also be very practical about this. If God can do anything, why can't he do anything now? Right. That's just an honest question. It's so, truth. but let's read Luke chapter 17. I love this story. Verse 11 through 17. Now it happened as Jesus went to Jerusalem and passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Mm-hmm. Then he entered a certain village and there were 10 men who were lepers. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Mm-hmm. And when he saw them, he said to them, go show yourselves to the priest. He didn't even touch them. He just said, go show yourselves to the priest. Hmm. And so it was as they went, they were cleansed. Mm. So they trusted Jesus' word and they did it, even if it sounded crazy. They they weren't used to Jesus. They were like, oh, Jesus could have laid hands on us, but he just told us to go. And so we listened. <laughs> and one of them, when he saw that he was healed, he returned with a loud voice and glorified God and fell down on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answered, Were there not ten cleansed? But yet, where are the other nine? Were there not any found who returned to give God glory except this foreigner? Mm. And he said to that leper, Arise, go your way, your faith has made you well. So Jesus, one of the rewards for faith is that Jesus could heal you right here, right now. Right here, right now. Or he can heal someone that you know because you're trying to operate in faith right here, right now. Yeah. And you could have healing for today. You don't have to wait for next week 
You don't have to wait for six months from now. If yeah. there's anybody right now that you know that needs some healing, we speak healing over them right yes. now in the name of Jesus. Amen. If Amen. there's any spinal injuries, we yeah. speak for that person to be healed. If there are any livers failing, we speak to them to be healed right now. If there are any kidneys that need strengthening, we speak to them to be healed right now. Amen. Amen. In the name of Jesus, we speak for healing right yeah. now. Yeah, I actually want to touch on this for a second because when I read this, I was like, hang on a second. The 10 of them were sent off and Jesus didn't even touch them, right? didn't even touch them, yet he told them, go and show yourself to the priests. Mm -hmm. So they had to believe that they were going to be cleansed. Yes, yes. Listen here, listen here. There's something here. In verse 14, it says, go show yourselves to the priests. And so it was that they went and they were cleansed. But the one that came back with a heart full of gratitude mm -hmm. came back to Jesus to glorify God. Was he a said Samaritan. to them, arise, go your way. Your faith mm. has made you what? Well. Well. So on one hand, you have the 10 lepers that had to have faith. They had to believe that Jesus was going to heal them. They went but they were cleansed. But the one that went with them mm. came back after seeing the priest and he came back to say, thank you for healing me with a heart full of gratitude to glorify God. And it says, your faith has made you well. And so my initial question was, all right, God, what the heck is going on here? Cleansed well. Cleansed, 10 were cleansed, but only one was made well. Mm. Like what, what is going on here? And it's interesting because that word in verse 14, cleansed, it means to be cleansed by being cured. Mm -hmm. You're just cured. You're just cured. Yeah. Just cured. I yeah. mean, hey, some of us would be like, I would like to be cured. <laughs> some of us would be like, I just, I, I have enough faith to be cured. But then... Mm. There's something to be said about the Samaritan man that came back with a heart full of gratitude to glorify God because of what he had done. And mm. it was his faith that made him well. That original word for well is actually to be made whole. Wow. And to be made whole means not just healing, but it is a complete healing, mm. which means your physical healing. It means your emotional healing. Mm. It means your mental healing. It means, gosh, it means your spiritual healing. So because he came back mm. with gratitude, That's so good. his faith was, ma was what made him well. His faith was what made him whole. And so I believe that not just does our faith give us healing, our faith doesn't just give us curing, our faith actually gives us wholeness. Mm. But I'm a big, I'm a big like health, health and, and wellness yes. like junkie. But here is the thing: like there mm. is a difference between health and wellness. There is a difference between just health and mm -hmm. wholeness. And so for me, that was such a big thing. Yes. So that's super huge. So healing for today. Mm. That's a huge reward of faith everybody a huge reward of faith you can take healing just because you have faith yep um in the first broadcast i mentioned 
uh, when we were in Brazil earlier in this year at the time of this recording. Mm -hmm. And there was a girl who had twisted her ankle and it was completely swollen. And one of the things that we were preaching was faith is now. And, and as we were about to leave, I said it would be wrong of us to not preach a, a message about faith and not expect or pray for you to be healed right now. Mm. And so we laid hands on her. A bunch of people laid hands on her. Yeah. And her leg was swollen. And after praying for about five minutes, her ankle went shoo, yeah. And the swelling went away. And she was able to walk. And she was so surprised. She freaked out. She was like, what is going on? And so she got healed mm. because of faith mm -hmm. in that moment. I said, we're not going to pray for her to be healed three months faster. Mm. We're not going to be prayed for her to be healed two weeks faster. No, mm. we're going to pray for her to be healed right now. Yeah. But faith is for today. Yeah. Faith is for now. So when you operate with faith, guess what? Healing happens. Physical yeah. healing happens. Yep. Another reward for faith is generational impact. Go there. there are many of you who have a calling of God over your life mm -hmm. that you know deep down inside of you there's greatness on the inside. Mm -hmm. That when God created you, he did not put little things inside of you. He put big things. Yeah. Enough to impact so many lives. But in order for you to get that, you must walk in faith. Correct. Like we mentioned, Hebrews 11.2, it says that by faith... The elders obtained a good testimony. The elders obtained a good testimony. So that means that by faith, everyone up until now, millions of people who are in the kingdom have heard about David because of his faith. Mm -hmm. Millions of people have heard about Abraham because of his faith. Millions of people have heard about Mary because of her faith. Right. Millions of people have heard about Deborah because of her faith. Yeah, I mean, you go of through Moses. even chapter 11, and it literally says, by faith, Abel, by faith, Enoch, by faith, Abraham, by faith, Sarah. Sarah. Like, yeah. And, it, and that's just in that one chapter alone. God By wants faith. to use you guys at such a higher level mm -hmm. that if you were to walk in faith, what are some things that you need to start to believe extra for, believe greater for in order to walk in a greater sense of faith? Because your faith will be spoken about and you'll be you'll be a generational impact. Another yes. one, Romans 1, 8, Romans chapter 1, verse 8. Another word for faith is generational impact. Many mm. people want to be great but it requires great risk yes. it requires great risk to operate in greatness yes it requires great risk to operate in greatness so um romans 1 8 says this and this is paul writing to the romans he says first i thank my god through jesus christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world <laughs> the Romans, the Roman Christians had so much faith mm. that it was being spoken about throughout the whole world. The wow. life they were living, the way they were impacting, the way they were operating, yeah. the way they believed on Jesus for crazy things and the way they lived their life, their faith was spoken about throughout the whole world. If you want <laughs> God to use you and use your life to impact the whole world, you must operate in mm. faith. Mm. Mm. In faith. You cannot expect to impact or have a God-sized impact. God is a faith God without faith. Yeah. Without faith. And so he said their faith was spoken about throughout the whole world. Yeah. 
So I want to encourage you, if you're listening to this right here, right now, mm -hmm. there are some things that God has placed on your heart. There are a calling he's placed in your life. There's specific dreams he's placed in your heart. And what's going to cause you to carry them to completion at a God-sized way is faith. Yeah. God wants to use your faith to put his display of his glory on the world. Mm. Jesus says, let your light shine before men so that they can see your good works and praise your father in heaven. Yes. So they're going to glorify God because of you stepping forward in faith. The leper coming the back leper and glorifying coming God. Back. And guess what? He was talked about. Yeah. The Romans, they were talked about. Everybody in the Bible operated in faith. Mm. They were talked about. And so for you, one of the rewards for faith is generational impact. I love that. Lais, we love you. Um, <laughs> what's the next one? You what's know, I, I love the next one because this story gets me every single time I read it. But the next reward of faith is that it saves you. Salvation. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The story that I want to um, quickly go through with you is it's found in Luke 8. And it's actually 7. I'm sorry. It's Luke 7. And it's the story of mm -hmm. the woman who wipes Jesus' feet with her tears. And so much can be said about this. But if you're, if you're reading along in your Bible... It is Luke chapter 7. The story starts at verse 36. Then one of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him. And he went to the Pharisee's house and sat down. This is Jesus eating with the Pharisees. And behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of fragrant oil mm -hmm. and stood at his feet behind him weeping. And she began to wash his feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head and she kissed his feet and anointed them with the fragrant oil now when the pharisees who had invited him saw this he spoke to himself saying this man if he were a prophet would he would mm -hmm. know who and what manner of woman this is who is touching him for she is a sinner and jesus answered and said to him simon i have something to say to you mm -mm. So he said, teacher, say it. There was a certain creditor who had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. And when they had nothing with which to repay, he freely forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him more? Which of them love him more? Simon answered and said, I suppose the one who he forgave more. And he said to him, you have rightly judged. Mm -hmm. And then verse 48. <laughs> then you go down to verse 48 and mm -hmm. it says... Then he said to her, being the woman who washed his feet with her tears, your sins are forgiven. And those who sat at the table with him began to say to them, who is this who even forgives sins? Then he said to the woman, your faith has saved, saved you. you. Go in peace. Go in peace. Your faith has saved you. Yeah. Even Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 says that we are saved by grace mm. through faith mm. in Christ Jesus. Yeah. So faith can save you. 
I hope you're enjoying this podcast episode. I know God is speaking to you so much, and I want you to just write all those things down and really take it in your heart. But before we go back into the rest of our episode together, I want to give you an opportunity to sow into the ministry, Born to Rule Global Ministries. You see this ministry that God has called us, me and my wife, Chantel, and I to start is for the purpose of unleashing the church into her rulership identity so unlocking kings and queens on the earth and that we do that through books i wrote a book called born to rule reclaiming your god-given birthright to rule on earth we're able to travel and everything that everyone sows is for that specific thing because not everyone can go not everyone can preach boldly as we do not everyone can share the gospel as strongly as we can but they can send and so i want to encourage you to partner with the vision that for every seed you sow and every soul that gets saved and every person that gets transformed is going to be added to your eternal account. So when you stand before God, you will see that you will impact so many more lives than you ever have imagined just by doing it on your own just because you sowed. So we want to give you this opportunity to sow. If you want to sow, we have the link in the show notes. So click on the show notes. It'll be a direct place. So sow and give. But as you do that, Um, enjoy the rest of this interview. I know, I know the rest of this episode is going to impact you. So be blessed. And we love you so much. Walk in the authority God has given you. Another thing of the rewards of faith is fulfillment of God's promises over your life. Mm -hmm. So if you look at Mark 11... Verse 22. Actually, we're going to do Romans chapter 4, verse 20. Romans 4, 20 says this. And this is faith and the reward of it, the fulfillment of his promises. So Romans 4, 20 says, and this is about Abraham being old and going to conceive at an old age. Okay, so going to conceive at an old age. So Abraham did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that God, that what God had promised, he was able to perform. Mm. So Abraham was so strengthened in faith that all the promises that God had given him, he knew, okay, this promise, I was too old, but it's not by, it's not by sight, it's by faith. Mm-hmm. Does not matter what the circumstances look around me. What matters is that I'm getting this promise because yeah. he who promised me is faithful. Yes. He is going to fulfill that. Mm-hmm. And so there are some promises over your life that God has given you. Yeah. There are some things that he has blessed you with, that he's spoken to you about. Mm-hmm. And the way you're going to fulfill it and walk in it and see God come through mm-hmm. is through faith. Correct. You're going to need to operate with a greater level of belief a greater level of faith Mm. if you're going to see the promises of God happen over your life. Mm. And who God has called you to be has not been anyone anything less than a person who sees their promises fulfilled. The promises God has over your life are special. Mm. They're personal. Yeah. And faith is going to bring that. And I even even look at you know, what we feel so strongly on our heart that the Lord has called us to do is to really unleash the greatness inside of every believer Mm -hmm. 
so that they can become all that mm -hmm. God has destined them to be. Because one thing that we've discussed so many times is that word predestined. Mm. Because before we were in our mother's womb, he predestined us for greatness, which means planned ahead of time. Yes. That means that he already planned all of the works that he wanted for you and for me to do. And so for that, he gave us mm. all of the greatness inside of us that we need to do it. And one of the things that I think of is just how passionate and how mm -hmm. obsessed we are with bringing that out of people, drawing that out of people. But as we're going along and as we're walking through this process ourselves, mm -hmm. I realize time and time and time again, that greatness comes out when you have faith. Mm -hmm. That greatness comes out because you have faith in who God is and what he said he's going to do, that he does it. Yes, yes, yes. Faith, faith. Yeah. So your faith is going to see the promises Fulfilled. come to pass I love in that. your life. I love that. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Another thing is increased finances. Yes. Increased finances. So Matthew chapter 17 Matthew 17, one of my favorite verses. Matthew 17. And this is, um, yes, it's going to be verse uh, 24, 24 to 27. So in this time, the teachers of the law go to Jesus, I mean, go to Peter, Simon Peter, and say, doesn't Jesus pay the tax, the temple tax? And Peter says, of course he does, but he, he just went to go Jesus to go take care of it, mm -hmm. even though they hadn't paid it yet. Mm -hmm. And so when Jesus, when, when Jesus sees Peter coming to him, Jesus interrupts him and doesn't even let him get a word out. He immediately goes at him. And it says, verse 25, it says, when Peter had entered the house, Jesus anticipated him saying, what do you think, Simon? From whom do the kings of the earth take customs or taxes from their sons or from strangers? First off, Jesus anticipated him. Jesus yeah. anticipates everything you're going to come to him with. Yes. He anticipates everything already ahead of time. Mm -hmm. So Peter said to him, from strangers. And Jesus said, then the sons are free. Nevertheless, just so we don't offend them, go to the sea Cast in a hook and take that fish that comes up first. Mm. And when you've opened its mouth, you will find a piece of money. Take that and give it to them for me and for you. Mm. So in that time, right there in that moment, Jesus told Peter to do something crazy that he wasn't expecting. Because Peter is a fisherman. He knows in order to get even fish, he's got to throw a net yeah. to even catch a few. And to catch a fish that has enough money for both of them to pay their tax, he's like, I probably need to... It, it, the, the, the odds of it getting the exact fish who has enough money for both of their taxes mm. at the same time would have been nearly impossible. But Jesus just said, I, just take a hook, go and throw it out. And hook it up, and the first fish you find, you'll get. It's interesting that he uses Peter for that example. 
like Simon Peter, the very one that has to cast out his nets to pay off another debt. It's the same person that he is using. To go cast out a hook. To go get a fish. Wow. It's funny, though, because the first time Peter, first time Jesus tells Peter to cast out his nets, Peter... Puts out a net. Yes, but Peter was resistant to Jesus. Mm. This one, it never says that Peter ever responds to Jesus. So by this time, Peter has so much faith in mm. Jesus that he knows that I'm just going to throw a hook. And guess what? It's going to happen just like exactly how he said. Mm -hmm. Money is just going to come out of nowhere just because Jesus said to do something, even if it didn't make sense. Yeah. So money came out of nowhere. Yeah. It makes me think of Galatians as well. Yes, Galatians in, in, chapter uh, 3. Yeah, in Galatians 3. And uh, verse 7 to 9 says, Therefore know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed. So then those who are of faith are blessed, are blessed with believing Abraham. That means that if you are a believer and you believe in God, that in means... Jesus. Yes, it means you are a seed of Abraham. Mm -hmm. You are a seed of Abraham. You are a seed to the inheritance of... Abraham was said, in all the nations, in you all the nations shall be blessed. Mm. You're, you're, you're part of that. You're part of that blessing. So... You should be blessed. And then verse 14, the same chapter. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through, through faith. faith. Yes, the blessing of Abraham. Mm. So the blessing of Abraham, you read Genesis chapter 12. It, God tells Abraham I will bless those who bless you, and mm. I will curse those who curse you, and all of the nations through you shall be blessed. So ultimately, the blessing that was given to Abraham has come upon us. Yeah. Because we are in faith, in Christ, because of faith. So because of your faith, you can be increased as Abraham was increased. Mm. And that gives you rights and access to healing. Because even mm. in Luke chapter 17, Jesus healed a woman who was bent over and couldn't stand up for 18 years. <laughs> and Jesus said, yep. should not this woman also be free because she's a daughter of Abraham? Yeah. So Jesus healed a woman just because she was a daughter of Abraham. She got healing. So that includes finances. That includes so many other things just because... We are in the promise, uh, the promise of Abraham, the mm. blessing of Abraham through faith, through faith. I love this. I'm loving the fact that mm. we are taking the time to go through this, the scriptures and find out more about faith simply just by reading the word of God. I, I know for me and I have been praying for every single one of you that gets on here and watches these, mm -hmm. whether it's live or whether you jump on at a later date. Mm -hmm. When you embrace and eat and breathe and drink the word of God, it will become alive inside yes. of you. It really will. And it will activate in your life. It does something. It mm -hmm. activates in your life. It does something for your faith. Yes, it does something for your faith. 
100%. Um, and just know that just as the word of God comes alive inside of you, mm. then don't be surprised if other areas of your life start to come to life. Mm-hmm. Some of the dead things in your life yes. start to come to life. Yes. Some of the things that you felt like were held back or that are stopping you, those get out the way and you can run freely mm. because you've activated and lived and started to get the word of God inside of you so you can walk in that and the Holy Spirit start to lead you yeah. through and to do some crazy things. Yeah, and I even feel mm. like there is someone that is watching this right now and they have had some pretty crazy and wild and out there dreams. And there's been a, a period of time where you have begun to doubt mm. those dreams. You began to doubt if God would ever use you mm. for those dreams to come to pass. But I really, really, really want to encourage you that as you begin to embrace these scriptures that we are talking about in regards to faith, watch those dreams come to life. Mm-hmm. Watch those seeds, those dreams sprout. Watch God bring life to them. And I really, really believe right now there is someone watching. Mm-hmm. And that's for them. Yes. That's for them. Yes. Those dreams that you have been doubting. Yes. It's time to doubt no more. It's time to raise your level of faith. Mm-hmm. It's time to have great faith. Yes. And believe that God is who he says he is mm-hmm. and he's going to do it. He's going to he's going to use you to accomplish those dreams that he mm-hmm. placed in your heart because he's the one that placed them there. Yes. Yes. So let's increase our faith in some practical ways, yes. all right? So we've got the rewards of faith. God wants to bless you mm-hmm. if you're operating with faith. All right. We talked about healing for today, generational impact, salvation, fulfillment of God's promises, increased finances. Then there's also prayers answered. You operate with faith. You cannot, you can expect God to answer it. James 1, Mm -hmm. verse 6 through 8 says that if you are a double minded person, you cannot expect to receive anything from the Lord. Mm. You must ask in faith without doubting. So you can even get your prayers answered or not answered because you don't have great faith. So now let's grow your faith right now let's grow your faith four things to simply do four things to do to grow your faith number Number one one. number one cut off every source that is not the word of god cut off everything Mm. that is not the word of god so if we look at romans so romans um 10 Oh, Romans 10, 17, it says this. It says, now faith comes from hearing and hearing comes from the word of God. Hmm. There are some of us that are listening to some music that are not adding faith to our lives. There are some of us that are watching movies that are not adding faith to our lives. There are some of us that are watching news reports that are not adding faith to our lives. There are some of us that are watching even videos that just don't add faith to our lives. You can even be listening to Christian music that is sad. Exactly. Is it bringing you life? Stop listening to sad Christian music. (laughs) Babe, why why don't we listen to sad Christian music anymore? Listen, I, I just can't do it. I literally, I can't do it anymore. I need to be listening to things that are going to give me life, that are going to encourage my faith to grow. And it's the same for you. When you are listening to sad songs, it gets your body into a state that is sad. Mm -hmm. Even if it may be a Christian song, if it's sad, it's putting you in 
a sad state. Mm -hmm. So when you live, when you listen to Christian music that is uplifting, when you listen to music that is encouraging, it's something that is going to help you build your faith. You know, when we talk about cutting off every source that is not the mm -hmm. word of God, when it comes to our faith in our marriage, there are certain things that we are believing for and declaring even right now to this very day. And there are just certain sources that we will not go near. There are certain yes. sources that I have, that you have, that we both have to say, no, I'm not going to allow you into this because I can't leave any room for doubt. I cannot allow so seeds of doubt no, to can't. be sown. No. And so that's why for me, for you, for even you watching this, it is so important. Mm -hmm. It's so important to cut off every source that mm -hmm. isn't the word of God. Yes. And when you begin to declare it. Yes. So first thing is to cut off every cut off. source that is not the word of God. Yeah. You've got to really because faith comes from hearing and hearing comes from the mm -hmm. word of god romans mm -hmm. 10 17 mm -hmm. so faith comes from the word of god number two you've got to believe the word yes you got to believe the word we're still in romans 10 but verse 8 and 9 it says but what does it say that the word is near you and in your mouth and in your heart that is the word of faith we preach that if you confess with your mouth jesus the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Mm -hmm. And so faith has also to do with believing. So you've got to cut off every source mm -hmm. and then what you read, you actually have to believe. So if Jesus tells you that you lay hands on the sick in Mark chapter 16 and they, the sick will be healed. <laughs> you have to believe that that when you lay hands, they will be healed. Yes, amen. You have to believe that. If not, you're not going to see the supernatural happen in your life. I mean, I even think of Numbers 23. It says that God is not a God that he should lie. He's not going to change his mind. And so if he, he says it, he's going to do it. And if you notice, too, one of the verses that I encourage people to say is, when Jesus says, do not worry, and everything shall be added on to you, when you read that, do you really believe that? Mm. Because if you really believe that, you wouldn't worry. Jesus says, do not worry. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't believe it. Yeah. So I want to encourage you to read what you believe. I mean, believe what you read. <laughs> Don't I read mean, what you believe. Read what you believe. Well, believe what you if read. they believe in something else <laughs> that is not the word of God, then that'll go bad. Yes. But... <laughs> But believe what you read. Yes. Jesus says you can do greater things than him. Believe that. Yeah. Believe that. I mean, and I so, touched on the next one a little bit earlier. I was like, oops, I've gone too far declaring it. So it is, you know, one, the one thing, the number one thing is obviously to cut off the sources um, that are not the word of God. The second one that we spoke about was to believe what you read in yes. the word of god and then the third which i touched on was declaring the word of god it's mm -hmm. not enough to just read it and then to believe it you have to declare it that declare. means to open your mouth and to declare it or to confess mm -hmm. and it says in second corinthians 4 
uh, chapter 13, uh, sorry, chapter 4, verse 13 and 14, it says, And since we have the same spirit of faith, the spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke, we also believe and therefore speak, knowing that he who raised up the Lord Jesus will also raise us up with Jesus and will present us with you. So we believe and therefore speak. Yeah. So that means believing, you didn't really believe it mm. if you didn't speak it. Yes. Let's even read Mark chapter 11, verse 22 to 24. I mean, yeah, let's just do 22 to 24. Yeah. Mark 11, 22 to 24. So it says, Jesus says, have faith in God. Mm. For surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, mm. those things which he says will be done, if he believes those things which he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Yes. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them mm. and wow. you will have them. Yes. So Jesus says you got to speak if you believe what you speak, look, if your faith does not, if, if your faith is not powerful enough to move your mouth, what makes you think your faith is going to be powerful enough to move that mountain? There's a word there and I have it underlined in my Bible because it is such a powerful word. Well, I need to, I need to park back on this real quick. Okay. If your faith is not powerful enough, believing you believe with this so much, it causes you mm. to speak. If it does not cause you to speak, if it does not cause you to move your mouth, it's not going to give you the power to move a mountain. Mm. It's got to cause you to speak. Yeah. You believe in it so much, I, I have to say it. I, I mean, have when you to believe in something so much, you have to share it anyway, yeah, so right? Yeah, you got to tell people. Like when I met Chantel, when we met in the Dominican Republic. Oh, what's he going to say? When I met her... I believed in my heart so much that I met my wife. That when I got back, I started telling everybody I met my wife. And people were like, what? Yeah, I met her on a missions trip. She's older than me, and she's from Australia on the other side of the world. And people were like, she's not real. Yeah, literally they did not think that I existed. And then when I came, like, came to visit in April the following year, they were like, Oh, you like almost like wanted to pinch me like, oh, you actually you're exist. Real. Wow. Wow. And I believed in it mm. so much. I knew it was God so much that I started telling everybody. Yeah. I couldn't help but just speak it. Yeah. So. It's true. Yeah. But go what you're saying about the receiving part. Yes. No. Well, I didn't say what the word was, but you just said what it was. <laughs> the word that I have highlighted in my Bible is in verse 24, and it's actually to receive receive in the greek it actually means to take mm -hmm. so therefore i say to you whatever things you ask when you pray believe that you can take them for mm. yourself and you will have them so when you open your mouth you've opened your mouth mm. because you are believing what you have read when you open your mouth, that is you saying, I am ready to receive what I'm believing. Yes. I'm ready to reach yes. out my hand. I am ready to take mm. 
what I am believing for mm. myself. And as it pertains to faith, it's just like, if you truly have faith for now, as you reach out mm. and you take what you are believing for, you are bringing that into the now and your faith is bringing mm -hmm. what you are receiving into the now as well. Which is why faith is now is just so much more important. Yes, yes. And so Last. cut off every source because your thoughts will be l yeah. influenced by what you hear and yeah. what you see. The only way anything gets into your heart or your mind is literally through the eyes of the ears. It can't get through the mouth, okay? But it's through the eyes and the ears. So you cut off every source, anything that tries to come in through your eyes or through your ears, that is mm. not the word of God. Mm. Then the second thing you do is when you start to read the word of God or you hear sermons or you hear messages mm -hmm. or you hear audiobooks, you believe it in your heart. Then you start to speak it and declare it. Yes. So as you're speaking it, you're declaring and taking things. Mm -hmm. Okay? So as you speak the word of God, your faith is going to grow. Yes. As you speak it. But then the last thing, and as you do it, as you are acting on the word of God, that's the last yeah. step, then your faith will grow as well. Yeah. Um, James chapter 1, verse 22, it says mm -hmm. that be doers of the word, not just hearers, deceiving yourself and yeah. even james chapter 2 verse 26 it says um just as the body without the spirit is dead so faith without works is dead mm. so you cannot grow your faith if you're not moving in what you believe you're not moving in the word of god see the word is going to direct you in every step of the way yes. and what god has called you to to lift people up to impact lives but guess what the only way you're going to get there is if you act the only way you're going to get there is if you move. Yes. It's the only way. You must move in order to go forward. You must take steps ahead, and that is going to increase your faith. I love what you said. I think it was last week, and you were talking about going from faith to faith. It mm -hmm. means that you're moving. Amen. You're not staying in the one position. You're not just standing in the one position and just reaching out your hand and taking something and bringing it into the now. You actually have to move. Like by lifting up your hand, you're actually mm -hmm. beginning to move. But you're going from faith to faith, which means you're moving from somewhere to somewhere. It means you're moving. Yes, yes. Mm. So that's the rewards of faith, yeah. and that's how you grow your faith. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Born to Rule podcast. If you got so much from this interview, we'd love for you to share this with a couple of friends, subscribe, leave us with a five-star review, and just want you to know that we can't wait. I cannot wait to connect with you again for another greatness-inspired interview. Just remember this. You are more powerful than anyone's ever told you. You are more powerful than you think. And if no one has told you this today, you were born to be great. You were born to be great. So go out and live out your greatness.